Before year 1914, when the Northern and Southern Protectorates were amalgamated by the British colonial administration, diverse ethnic groups were already in existence. Yoruba. Oh my God. Igbo. Hausa. With the spirit of oneness and unity of purpose, these nationalities are now together with a common identity in a common democratic nation-state, Nigeria. So, what are the hidden national values of this togetherness? How can we promote this national unity? Radio Nigeria Network Service brings you Nigeria Better Together. My name is Princess Boraro, your narrator. The 1914 amalgamation brought together these nationalities. This was the foundation of a united Nigeria as a country. Dr. Nnamdi Azikiwe, father of the Nigerian nationalism and the first indigenous governor general of Nigeria, had the dream of a common united Nigeria. During our protracted battles, some of our heroes and heroines fell by the wayside. Some went the way of all flesh. Some paid with their lives, some were incarcerated, some lost their jobs, some sacrificed their fortunes, some were ostracized, while some were victimized and made to suffer indignity because they dared to demand freedom for Nigeria in our lifetime. Therefore, we must jealously guard our freedom with our lives if need be. I have made up my mind to do all that life in my power so that our newly won freedom shall endure. All that remains for us to do now is for our leaders and their followers to demonstrate that spiritual resilience which had enabled us to survive the onslaught of the past. With faith in the eventual success of our adventure in the Committee of Nations, we can look forward to tomorrow with hope and charity for our fellow man, knowing that the task has been well done and that prospects of our future are bright. While the desire for unity of purpose has been the desire of the forefathers and indeed Nigerians of good conscience, a number of worrisome signals started showing shortly after independence the regional political crisis in the southwest as well as the north. The 1966 first military coup and counter-coup later snowballed into the civil war. This was the highest level of the state of disunity in the Nigerian history, which no Nigerian would like to see again. General Ibrahim Babangida, a former Nigerian military president who was at the battlefield, recounts the unpleasant experience. I was a very young officer, just trying to become a captain in the Nigerian army. When the war broke out, I was away on a training in UK. But I stayed there for a very short period, and then we came back. I got posted to one division of the Nigerian army then. A lot of things I could remember very well. We served together with 
people from other parts of the country and suddenly you discovered that you are fighting against one another. I can recall one of my very good colleagues. We faced each other and I saw one of them died. It was a very horrible experience for a young officer at that time. Somebody with whom you trained together, you went to India Military Academy together and then suddenly in July of 1967 we found ourselves fighting one another. It was a very, very pathetic experience. And it's something I pray that we never experience this thing again in this country. Although the unfortunate event has come and gone, one question has been frequently asked. How come the Nigerian diversity so badly mismanaged in her early years of nationhood when the matter was not complex? General Ibrahim Babangida. There were some civil disturbances, which began to manifest itself at that time. Immediately after independence, elections were not going properly, riots in various parts of the country. This culminated into the civil war. And uh, so the leadership at that time believed very strongly that nothing should be done to break the unity of the country. And we were all brought up and trained to believe that we should be able to defend that the integrity of the country. Building on the desire to maintain Nigerian unity, the government then strategized different mechanisms after the civil war aimed at promoting national integration. The post-Civil War programs of reconciliation, reconstruction and rehabilitation. The establishment of the Federal Unity Schools, as well as the introduction of the National Youth Service Corps, NYSS scheme by General Yakubu Gowan, were some efforts towards national unity. According to General Gowan, the unity of Nigeria remain a task that must be done. Fellow countrymen, this is an occasion on which we must take stock of our situation. The end of the year 1969 is of special significance because it also marks the end of a memorable decade in our nation's history. Our country attained its independence in 1960, and for nearly 10 years, we have been grappling with the task of nation building. As should be expected in any human society, the task has been made more onerous. Our political and economic growth have been badly distorted, especially by the events of the past five years, which have culminated in the present unfortunate civil war. In spite of difficulties, our nation has achieved a lot for which we all can be justly proud. Our resolutions, above all, continue to emphasize the need for the preservation of the territorial integrity of Nigeria. It is the duty of all of us to make Nigeria a more peaceful, stable, and happier country for our own and the future generations. Although measures were being put in place to address those disquiets in the diverse Nigerian Federation, some opinion leaders further located a number of factors dragging the unity and progress of Nigeria backwards. Chief Patrick Obayagbo, a one-time member, House of Representatives, and a former Chief of Staff to the Edo State Government, elicited more on this. When the colonial masters amalgamated the north and southern Nigeria into Nigeria, they didn't do it to satiate the Pax Nigeriana of our dreams. It was to masturbate and to molecule their imperialistic ego and obesity. Little reason, therefore, that 
they apotheosized our centrifugal fault lines. The north and the south lived as different countries. Whereas in other large British colonies, such as in India and Sudan, where they had just one single administrative system, in Nigeria, we had two administrative systems, one in the north, one in the south. We had different judicial systems, different land tenure systems, different educational systems. This, of course, created a feeling of mutual suspicion, and they deliberately put in place a machinery to emphasize our regional disparities. Little reason, therefore, that even during the colonization struggle, nationalists fought themselves more corrosively, more acerbically, and more virulently than they even fought the colonial masters. Reason, therefore, you will not be maniacally bewildered that when a simple issue like self-government motion was tabled, it generated mutual suspicion. That, of course, was the genealogy of the distrust and mutual suspicion we had in the country. It was a carryover to the politics of the First Republic. And we, of course, witnessed the politics of medicinal statism and gangrenous tribalism that pulverized the First Republic. Despite enormous challenges, Nigeria has continued to move on as a united country. With the return of democracy in 1999, Nigerians have been hoping for a united, peaceful and progressive country. However, corruption, issues of insecurity have been staring the people in the face. Where did we belong to? Are we also citizens of this country? Soldiers will be around the community, the first men will be coming to behead people. What are they there for? Are they protesting us? Are they guiding the community? Or are they playing games with our lives? We are making this protest because we want Nigerians to know that people are passing through difficulties. There are women who are running with children all over the places. They don't know where to hide their head. There are boys who can no longer go to school because they are scared of harassment. Turn our schools in the village to their camp. Are we going through civil war in this country? Let the government tell us. Let the governor of the state tell us. Let Mr. President tell us. We are not happy, but we are not violent people. You can see the youth around here. Nobody is carrying arms. Nobody is carrying cutlass. Nobody is carrying any kind of weapon in their hands. Armies are here shooting guns. But I'm telling you, they should shoot from now to night. We are not going to resist. We must stand our feet and make our voice heard. The Nigerian security agents have been up in their games to subdue the enemies of insecurity and disunity in Nigeria. So, if national unity can elude Nigeria in an atmosphere of violence, many would expect Nigerians, including the religious leaders, to show sincerity of purpose in promoting national unity. Al-Haji Saad Abubakar, the Sultan of Sokoto, and the President General, Nigeria Supreme Council for Islamic Affairs, shares his perspective. Love one another. The two major religions teach us to love one another, love your neighbor. And we know the importance of neighborhood, what we can do for one another. And that's why I want to bring this at the last point. 2007, we created a platform called the Common Word, the leading Muslims in the world. The initial number was 187, wrote to then Pope on the need for Christians and Muslims to come together to make this world better. Because Jacob Mandafodio said, conscience is an open wound, only truth can heal it. Well, 
for Nigerians to work together for the unity and peaceful coexistence of the country. Political leadership has a bigger role to play. Cardinal John Onaikon, Archbishop Emeritus, Catholic Archdiocese Abuja. We call on God all the time. In fact, even more when things are going well. Those of us who believe in God know that he is the source of all that is good. If any politician is to behave well, he must be somebody who trusts in God and decides to do things that are in line with God's directives. The important thing in any nation is that the people are well served. And God himself has created us human beings with dignity, with rights. If politics does not take care of the people and take care of them well, it is hypocrisy to be calling on God or even asking people like me to please pray. How can you tell me to pray when you are doing exactly the wrong thing? You must do the right thing first. Then I can pray and God will sustain your good work. Now, in the face of these expectations, Nigerians are required to have faith in Nigeria. Such undying hope will indeed propel the patriotic zeal to influence citizens towards positive thoughts and actions to drive forward the Nigerian project. According to a former president, General Ibrahim Babangida, to keep Nigeria together is an article of faith. The unity of Nigeria, as far as we are concerned, was an article of faith amongst my generation. Nobody would like to see this country going through another civil war. Nobody would like to see this country disintegrated because we would be unfair to those who put their lives on the line and died for the purposes of keeping the country one. If we let it go, we would not be fair to them. Millions of thousands of people were killed, a lot were maimed, some were permanently disabled and so on. So we shall not be fair to those people who laid their lives for the sake of this country to get the country. That's why we have that belief. We are very passionate about it. A similar thought is shared by a former president, Chief Olusegun Obasanjo, who expects leaders to exhibit purposeful leadership for things to fall in place. Leadership must be educated, knowledgeable, understanding, competent, and nationalistic. Governance must be democratic, making strenuous effort in nation building, participatory democracy, politically, economically, and socially. Leaders must be receptive and they must shun impunity. People must be made to feel belonging and having a stake in the nation. If any country is diverse, Nigeria is one of such countries. It is the diversity that makes us what we are. We are the largest country in Africa and the largest population of black people in the world. But population without all that should go with it in terms of development, unity, cooperation, security will amount to nothing. We must not forget our past to continually put us side by side of our contemporary nations at independence to learn to write lessons of how and why we have slid back. Now, given such affirmations from Nigerian elder statesmen on why Nigeria is better together, President Ahmed Bola Tinubu has been speaking of his desire to promote national unity for a better future, for a new, prosperous, democratic Nigeria. 
This great project called Nigeria beckons to us all. It is bigger and more important than any partition divide. I ask you to continue to have faith in the mission that we have articulated. Though those who didn't support me, I ask that you not allow the disappointment of this moment to keep you from realizing the historic national progress we can make by working together. We must join hands in this common endeavor to push the nation through. In a phrase, I'm asking you to work with me. I may be the president in election, but I need you more importantly. Nigeria needs you a lot more. My heart, my door are open to you. I ask you to come in so that we may begin the task of rebuilding our national home together. Where there is poverty, let us create prosperity and jobs. Where there is hunger, let us feed the people, chasing the hunger from our midst. Where there is no scarcity, let us rediscover the abundance. Where there is brutality, we may replace it with brotherhood. With such positive commitment to national unity, Nigeria is indeed a great nation, despite some challenges. It is a great nation whose citizens, like those elsewhere, must show patriotism to move forward. This is the patriotic zeal captured by a great singer, Timida Kolo, in this song, Great Nation. Thank you. 
one car We're determined to rebuild and restore very beautiful piece there you may say well if nigerian leaders and the led are committed to ensure that nigeria is better together leaders must then carry people along in the spirit of oneness and sincerity of purpose this will go a long way towards enhancing development and fostering national loyalty this is when the people will have a sense of belonging to say that I am a proud citizen of Nigerian Federation. 
and that's Nigeria better together. Thank you so much for listening. The studio manager has been Phineas Udoyo. The program was produced by Ontohemba Oyi. My name is Princess Aboraro. I am Nigeria, your narrator. Before year 1914, when the Northern and Southern Protectorates were amalgamated by the British colonial administration, diverse ethnic groups were already in existence. Yoruba. Oh my God. Igbo. With the spirit of oneness and unity of purpose, these nationalities are now together with a common identity in a common democratic nation-state, Nigeria. So... What are the hidden national values of this togetherness? How can we promote this national unity? Radio Nigeria Network Service brings you Nigeria Better Together. My name is Princess Boraro, your narrator. The 1914 amalgamation brought together these nationalities. This was the foundation of a united Nigeria as a country. Dr. Nnamdi Azikiwe, father of the Nigerian nationalism and the first indigenous governor general of Nigeria, had the dream of a common united Nigeria. During our protracted battles, some of our heroes and heroines fell by the wayside. Some went the way of all flesh. Some paid with their lives, some were incarcerated, some lost their jobs, some sacrificed their fortunes, some were ostracized, while some were victimized and made to suffer indignity because they dared to demand freedom for Nigeria in our lifetime. Therefore, we must jealously guard our freedom with our lives if need be. I have made up my mind to do all that life in my power so that our newly won freedom shall endure. All that remains for us to do now is for our leaders and their followers to demonstrate that spiritual resilience which has enabled us to survive the onslaught of the past. With faith in the eventual success of our adventure in the Committee of Nations, we can look forward to the morrow with hope and charity for our fellow man, knowing that the task has been well done and that prospects of our future are bright. 
while the desire for unity of purpose has been the desire of the forefathers and indeed Nigerians of good conscience, a number of worrisome signals started showing shortly after independence the regional political crisis in the southwest as well as the north. The 1966 first military coup and counter-coup later snowballed into the civil war. This was the highest level of the state of disunity in the Nigerian history, which no Nigerian would like to see again. General Ibrahim Babangida, a former Nigerian military president who was at the battlefield, recounts the unpleasant experience. I was a very young officer just trying to become a captain in the Nigerian army. When the war broke out, I was away on a training in UK, but I stayed there for a very short period, and then we came back. I got posted to one division of the Nigerian army then. A lot of things I could remember very well. We served together with people from other parts of the country, and suddenly you discovered that you are fighting against one another. I can recall one of my very good colleagues. We faced each other and I saw one of them died. It was a very horrible experience for a young officer at that time. Somebody with whom you trained together, you went to India Military Academy together and then suddenly in July of 1967 we found ourselves fighting one another. It was a very, very pathetic experience. And it's something I pray that we never experience this thing again in this country. Although the unfortunate event has come and gone, one question has been frequently asked. How come the Nigerian diversity so badly mismanaged in her early years of nationhood when the matter was not complex? General Ibrahim Babangida. There were some civil disturbances, which began to manifest itself at that time. Immediately after independence, elections were not going properly, riots in various parts of the country. This culminated into the civil war. And uh, so the leadership at that time believed very strongly that nothing should be done to break the unity of the country. And we were all brought up and trained to believe that we should be able to defend that the integrity of the country. Building on the desire to maintain Nigerian unity, the government then strategized different mechanisms after the civil war aimed at promoting national integration. The post-Civil War programs of reconciliation, reconstruction and rehabilitation. The establishment of the Federal Unity Schools, as well as the introduction of the National Youth Service Corps, NYSE scheme by General Yakubu Gowan, were some efforts towards national unity. According to General Gowan, the unity of Nigeria remain a task that must be done. Fellow countrymen, this is an occasion on which we must take stock of our situation. The end of the year 1969 is of special significance because it also marks the end of a memorable decade in our nation's history. Our country attained its independence in 1960, and for nearly 10 years, we have been grappling with the task of nation building. As should be expected in any human society, the task has been made more onerous. Our political and economic growth have been badly distorted, especially by the events of the past five years, which have culminated in the present unfortunate civil war. In spite of difficulties, 
Our nation has achieved a lot for which we all can be justly proud. Our resolutions, above all, continue to emphasize the need for the preservation of the territorial integrity of Nigeria. It is the duty of all of us to make Nigeria a more peaceful, stable, and happier country for our own and the future generations. Although measures were being put in place to address those disquiets in the diverse Nigerian Federation, some opinion leaders further located a number of factors dragging the unity and progress of Nigeria backwards. Chief Patrick Obayagbo, a one-time member, House of Representatives, and a former Chief of Staff to the Edo State Government, elicitates more on this. When the colonial masters amalgamated the north and southern Nigeria into Nigeria. They didn't do it to satiate the Pax Nigeriana of our dreams. It was to masturbate and to molecule their imperialistic ego and obesity. Little reason, therefore, that they apotheosized our centrifugal fault lines. The north and the south lived as different countries. Whereas in other large British colonies, such as in India and Sudan, where they had just one single administrative system, in Nigeria, we had two administrative systems, one in the north, one in the south. We had different judicial systems, different land tenure systems, different educational systems. This, of course, created a feeling of mutual suspicion, and they deliberately put in place a machinery to emphasize our regional disparities. Little reason, therefore, that even during the colonization struggle, nationalists fought themselves more corrosively, more acerbically, and more virulently than they even fought the colonial masters. Reason, therefore, you will not be maniacally bewildered that when a simple issue like self-government motion was tabled, it generated mutual suspicion. That, of course, was the genealogy of the distrust and mutual suspicion we had in the country. It was a carryover to the politics of the First Republic. And we, of course, witnessed the politics of medicine and statism and gangrenous tribalism that pulverized the First Republic. Despite enormous challenges, Nigeria has continued to move on as a united country. With the return of democracy in 1999, Nigerians have been hoping for a united, peaceful, and progressive country. However, corruption, issues of insecurity, have been staring the people in the face. Where did we belong to? Are we also citizens of this country? Soldiers will be around the community. The first men will be coming to behead people. What are they there for? Are they protesting us? Are they guiding the community? Or are they playing games with our lives? We are making this protest because we want Nigerians to know that people are passing through difficulties. There are women who are running with children all over the places. They don't know where to hide their head. There are boys who can no longer go to school because they are scared of harassment. Turn our schools in the village to their camp. Are we going through civil war in this country? Let the government tell us. Let the governor of the state tell us. Let Mr. President tell us. We are not happy, but we are not violent people. You can see the youth around here. Nobody is carrying arms. Nobody is carrying cutlass. Nobody is carrying any kind of weapon in their hands. Armies are here shooting guns. But I'm telling you, that you shoot from now to night, we are not going to resist. We must stand our feet and make our voice heard.
the Nigerian security agents have been up in their games to subdue the enemies of insecurity and disunity in Nigeria. So, if national unity can elude Nigeria in an atmosphere of violence, many would expect Nigerians, including the religious leaders, to show sincerity of purpose in promoting national unity. Al-Haji Saad Abubakar, the Sultan of Sokoto, and the President General, Nigeria's Supreme Council for Islamic Affairs, shares his perspective. Love one another. The two major religions teach us to love one another, love your neighbor. And we know the importance of neighborhood, what we can do for one another. And that's why I want to bring this as the last point. 2007, we created a platform called the Common Word. The leading Muslims in the world, the initial number was 187, wrote to then Pope on the need for Christians and Muslims to come together to make this world better. Because Sheikh Uthman Nafodio said, conscience is an open wound, only truth can heal it. Well, for Nigerians to work together for the unity and peaceful coexistence of the country, political leadership has a bigger role to play. Cardinal John Onaikon, Archbishop Emeritus, Catholic Archdiocese Abuja, we call on God all the time. In fact, even more when things are going well. Those of us who believe in God know that he is the source of all that is good. If any politician is to behave well, he must be somebody who trusts in God and decides to do things that are in line with God's directives. The important thing in any nation is that the people are well served. And God himself has created us human beings with dignity, with rights. If politics does not take care of the people and take care of them well, it is hypocrisy to be calling on God or even asking people like me to please pray. How can you tell me to pray when you are doing exactly the wrong thing? You must do the right thing first. Then I can pray and God will sustain your good work. Now, in the face of these expectations, Nigerians are required to have faith in Nigeria. Such undying hope will indeed propel the patriotic zeal to influence citizens towards positive thoughts and actions to drive forward the Nigerian project. According to a former president, General Ibrahim Babangida, to keep Nigeria together is an article of faith. The unity of Nigeria, as far as we are concerned, was an article of faith amongst my generation. Nobody would like to see this country going through another civil war. Nobody would like to see this country disintegrated because we would be unfair to those who put their lives on the line and died for the purposes of keeping the country one. If we let it go, we would not be fair to them. Millions of thousands of people were killed, a lot were maimed, some were permanently disabled and so on. So we shall not be fair to those people who laid their lives for the sake of this country, to get the country. That's why we have that belief. We are very passionate about it. A similar thought is shared by a former president, Chief Olusegun Obasanjo, who expects leaders to exhibit purposeful leadership for things to fall in place. Leadership must be educated, knowledgeable, understanding, competent, and nationalistic. Governance must be democratic, making strenuous effort in nation building, participatory democracy, politically, economically, and socially. Leaders must be receptive and they must shun impunity. 
people must be made to feel belonging and having a stake in the nation. If any country is diverse, Nigeria is one of such country. It is the diversity that makes us what we are. We are the largest country in Africa and the largest population of black people in the world. But population without all that should go with it in terms of development, unity, cooperation, security will amount to nothing. We must not forget our past to continually put us side by side of our contemporary nations at independence to learn to write lessons of how and why we have slid back. Now, given such affirmations from Nigerian elder statesmen on why Nigeria is better together, President Ahmed Bola Tinubu has been speaking of his desire to promote national unity for a better future, for a new, prosperous, democratic Nigeria. This great project called Nigeria beckons to us all. It is bigger and more important than any partition divide. I ask you to continue to have faith in the mission that we have articulated. Though those who didn't support me, I ask that you not allow the disappointment of this moment to keep you from realizing the historic national progress we can make by working together. We must join hands in this common endeavor to pull the nation through. In a phrase, I'm asking you to work with me. I may be the president in election, but I need you more importantly. Nigeria needs you a lot more. My heart, my door are open to you. I ask you to come in so that we may begin the task of rebuilding our national home together. Where there is poverty, let us create prosperity and jobs. Where there is hunger, let us feed the people, chasing the hunger from our midst. Where there is no scarcity, let us rediscover the abundance. Where there is brutality, we may replace it with brotherhood. With such positive commitment to national unity, Nigeria is indeed a great nation. Despite some challenges, it is a great nation whose citizens, like those elsewhere, must show patriotism to move forward. This is the patriotic zeal captured by a great singer, Timida Kolo, in this song, Great Nation.
a very beautiful piece there. You may say, well, if Nigerian leaders and the led are committed to ensure that Nigeria is better together, leaders must then carry people along in the spirit of oneness and sincerity of purpose. This will go a long way towards enhancing development and fostering national loyalty. This is when the people will have a sense of belonging to say that I am a proud citizen of Nigerian Federation. And that's Nigeria better together. Thank you so much for listening. The studio manager has been Phineas Udoyo. The program was produced by Ontohemba Oyi. My name is Princess Aboraro. I am Nigeria, your narrator. Mm -hmm.